Hey everyone, welcome back to the District 3 Podcast, episode 235. My name is Edivine. And I'm Migs. And today we're actually joined by a guest co-host who's actually been on the podcast before. She's KUAF's Rachel Sanchez-Smith. Rachel, thank you, so thank, you for joining, thank you for joining us today, Rachel. It's been a while. I'm so excited to be back here and talking. I was I was born to yap. So. Right? And this is this was all very improvised. You walked into this room and then we're like, hey, what you doing for the next 40, 45 <laughs> minutes? You were like co-hosting this podcast. Yep. Yeah. And now I'm here. And now we're here. Yeah. Hey, you never know what the day is going to bring you. Right. You know, those are the most exciting days, the days where you can just walk into a room and opportunity awaits. Right. And I miss y'all. I want to catch up. It's been a while. <laughs> the last time that you were on the podcast was when we did the uh, feature on, on Latinas in media. Yeah, that was a while ago, I would say. Um, that was like maybe what, like four, five, no, six yeah, months I was, ago. I was upset about you guys doing that without me. No, I was going to say it. Yeah. Because was I am there. a Latino. I used to be a Latino in media. You yeah. know, and you guys. You were excluded. like in represent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where, where were you there that day? Did you just not get invited? Uh, I think I was like in Indiana or something. Okay, because you weren't here. So somewhere. I was Cause, somewhere. Because I remember you wanted to be uh, yeah. for that episode, but then we like we had to record. And, yeah. And we can like, talk about it a little bit today. Because yeah. <laughs> imagine how complicated that would have been. That, you, you're setting up the camera and stuff. Like, oh, well, we, didn't like, have, we didn't have cameras back then. That's, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That was like five or six people in here at the same yeah. time. But it was a very good episode. I think I think nowadays, Migs, just because you're always traveling, we always have to provide an update for people as to like where you where you've been the past few days. Oh, yeah. like, we do that every week now because you're like, <laughs> new segment. Where's Migs at? Yeah, where yeah. where is Migs at? So so what were you doing this? I, guess this? I have a friend that actually says that uh, like he's like I like looking at your snap because it's like oh where's where is he at this? Week? <laughs> <laughs> but for real though, what, what were you doing this, these past few days? Because uh, you, uh, you were out of town. Okay, so um, what was I doing? Okay, so I got to direct my first big old corporate summit, uh, video direct. Um, Yeah, and uh, that was fun. It wasn't perfect, but like, like I finished like strong. Like I'm like, like (laughs) I think I got this. Maybe like I I, I need I need more of it. You know, to find out if like everything that I've learned and picked up to go. So yeah, that's what I was doing in Dallas, Texas. I was there for a full week. And uh, and then I got back on Friday, and then immediately I had to unpack and repack, and then head to Springfield, Missouri, to go do uh, professional bowling for FS1 Fox Sports. Oh wow! Yeah. Damn. So we did that, and uh, and while I was in in um, in Missouri, I went to this place called Flames that my friend Becca recommended. Hi, Becca. Mm. Uh, I was out there, and yeah, and she says uh, actually was with her mom, and she's like, because I was. I was like, where should I go? Yeah. And then, yeah. so she gave me this this recommendation. And uh, oh, were you looking into the the phone book when you're doing that sound, or what was <laughs> that? <laughs> what's, what's this? Uh, I don't know. That's not posting on Instagram. Uh, is uh, it? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you, you gotta like <laughs> tell people what scrolling. I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. you can't yeah. just say this. People don't yeah, know what yeah. this is. <laughs> I get what you're saying though. But um, they gave me um, uh, a recommendation to the steakhouse, and then I went over there, and they had the Miyazaki Wagyu Japanese strip. Have you heard of oh. that? No, but I hope you pronounce that right. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but I've not heard what that's. But, but uh, it's uh, it's uh, like the rarest, like, like most juiciest steak, like in like yeah. the world. Like it looks like it's mostly like fat because it comes from these cows that come from Japan. Anyway, and that's in Missouri. Uh, well, they had that steak there, and I just oh, wow. never had it. And like, oh. I, like I told you, I just did my first like you know event. And so I'm like, so you got the bags. You were like, yeah, yeah. So I'm not, no, I was like, I was like, myself, dude, like, yeah, 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 like, like I deserve to give myself because that whole week was just like, 
you know, it, it just took a lot out of you. And I didn't even get to, like, really rest. And I had to go and work in Missouri. And then, like, when I was there, I was like, mm. I'm worth it. <laughs> but it was dude it was just it was amazing bro like my mouth I, w- I, I was so i was i was so happy dude like oh man like yeah like the crust with yeah the juiciness and everything off that steak was like completely like thank you i might not get it every time you know <laughs> how much was it how much was that uh Am I allowed to say how much things were? Uh, I, I, I think the plate was like uh, 130 or 150 penny. bucks. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and then I also got some uh, <laughs> some uh, some nice beer. It was a dark ale from Breckenridge with some uh, some uh, complimented. Yeah, yeah, with a, a shot of whiskey. Good whiskey. That was the exact amount that it was whenever we three of us went to go eat in uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, Koreatown in New York. We had uh, Korean barbecue. And the total for three people was 130, and I was like, "That's a lot of money, man." So I've expensive. Been, I've been to Dallas uh, in Uchi's, the Japanese restaurant. It's called mm. Uchi's. And anyway, my friend, uh, she was like, "Oh, we know a chef that used to work there. She just opened the one in Miami. Like, let me call her and see what we should get." Mm-hmm. So she calls her and she's like, "Well, what you want to do is just tell them like what trust like trust your waiter. Tell them what you want." And uh, tell them what your budget is, and and, 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 and they'll accommodate you, you know? And oh, wow. and, and um, first thing that we should have left off, we get there, complimentary valet. That should have been, like, the first, like, hint that this is going <laughs> to be a little expensive. And, and then we get there, and then, you know, we, we look at the, at, at the waitress. We're like, hey, we like everything. No budget. <laughs> you know? So oh. between four people, and Famous one of them didn't eat because it, it, it didn't, like, because they didn't like um, they didn't like uh, seafood, and mm. we're trying to tell him like, dude, like if you're ever gonna eat fish, like you, should, you, you should probably do it right here. This it, is the time. Yeah. <laughs> this is the time. But he didn't want to, so he just grabbed anything that came that wasn't fish. You know, like the steak mm. things. And uh, anyway, uh, very close to one thousand dollars for the three Jeez. and a half of us. In Dallas, yeah, I mention I mention this all the time, but Miguel's bougie. <laughs> like Miguel, like I some of the it. stuff that he be hey, posting you, on Instagram, you gotta know you're worth it. You like, know? Yeah. like he posted this piece of meat the other day. It might have been yesterday. It was like half rare. I was like, oh no, that was the one that that was, well, that was like, Miyazaki, yeah, like, bro, Wagyu. I, I, it's hard for me to like. I, I have to eat fully cooked meat. Like, yeah, I have well, difficulty. that that was that was medium rare. But just because it's so like, oh my god, that like the crust with every bite, dude. I'm telling you, it was amazing. I'm like, I walked out of there. Like, honestly, I'm not even joking. Like, it was an orgasmic experience. Like, I had to walk <laughs> out of there, and like, I was like, fuck, I need a cigarette, bro. <laughs> 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 Jesus, but yeah, like in Hispanic culture, like steak isn't super big. I don't know how it is all all the time in Mexico, but in much. in Peru, like you eat everything well done. So I don't. I think it was like 19 when I had my first like good steak, yeah. and. Mm. It, it changed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was a different person after that. Uh, well, my mom now, yeah, she's like, I like, uh, it's like, I like medium rare. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Oh. But like, I remember like when I was a little kid, I mean, she liked to like burnt her crisp, like the, like the, the more darker it new. was. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, she, I think she picked it up by herself. Well, maybe going down and stuff, but she picked it up by herself. Because you remember, you, you, you talked about how like sometimes your mom picks up stuff from you. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. Uh-huh. It could have been, she could have been seeing your Instagram and be like, man, my son is bougie. <laughs> That looks good, yeah. actually. And then, and then you forgot to mention your uh, your your picture from was it first class? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 
it was <laughs> he was like casual picture yeah, looking I, outside I, the window like I, I don't know if you noticed it was like it was a it was a glass glass yeah yeah <laughs> what were you drinking what were you drinking oh no nah, it was uh just some ginger ale okay. it, yeah it, it was uh, i mean i could have got you know you get your drinks for free in first class but that was just no uh, i don't know that Miguel. Oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> but it was just early in the morning and i was tired i was like dude this is gonna do anything and like i got there and those seats are so comfortable man like if, if i'm any kind of tired like i'm probably like knocking out pretty fast what yeah. is what are uh, as someone that has never been in first class and I don't know what the details are. What are the benefits of, of flying in first class? Obviously, you're going to be more comfortable and you're going to get like drinks, unlimited drinks and all that. But if the airplane crashes, you're dying first. That's if you're in first class because yeah. you, you take the hit. Some could uh, argue, yeah. <laughs> I think like if an yeah. airplane crashes, we're all dying. You know, like I don't think it's no, going to be like, oh, no, the back section survived. No, it, so it's a pretty uh, ugly thing when planes crash. Societies are meant to like. Have you watched Society of the Snow? Not everybody <laughs> dies, bro. <laughs> then we eat everybody that's in the, <laughs> the front, <laughs> the pilots. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I, I, I still want to go back to that question. What are, um, what are the benefits? That, that is a good question. Maybe we can... Uh, I mean, maybe you can help some people out. So okay, <laughs> uh, like no, because I'm like I don't I don't get first class because oh like I got it like that like let me like spend it on first class. It's uh, because uh, sometimes it it, it 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 equals out right. So like me like I'll, when I do work trips and stuff like that, I travel with two bags. You know, I yeah. travel I travel my 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 regular luggage. I travel my, with my work case that has all my tools and everything I need to do the job, and I send those uh, in the I, I check those in, and yeah. then and then and then I get a backpack that I have all my stuff that uh, that I carry that on, and so for each bag, depending on where you're flying, I, I think for the first one is like sixty or seventy, and then for the second one it's like thirty or forty. So we're looking up to a hundred dollars in like in, in your bags if you if you're checking two in, and then not only that, like. If you don't like want to sit in the back, like sometimes I also wait to like the last minute, like because you have an hour up to an hour before you you can still switch your your seat on the app. Yeah. So if there's people like sitting like next to me, and I realize like for like twenty five more bucks, there's a seat over there. There's nobody next to me. You'll pay those twenty five bucks not to sit next to me, especially me, dude. I'm a big dude. Like mm. I'm doing the person next to me a favor. You know, mm. I'm looking out for people <laughs> here. <laughs> so when you add all that up, sometimes it adds up to be like the same price sometimes less sometimes like 20 30 40 dollars more and you're like well why Might wouldn't as you well. yeah exactly so i guess it, also one of the things that, you, that that would probably factor in is whatever you're going to get paid for the job if it's going to be a good some amount um uh, they they provide i mean i just bill them for the flight Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. like it's all invoice. I get everything back. So they don't tell you if it's like a regular or economy or yeah. first well, class. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why. I mean, it's got to look right. I can't just be like first class every time. Like, why are Miguel's <laughs> tickets a thousand dollars every night? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, I only do it when it uh when it adds up, you mm. know. And so I don't do it all the time. Like, like on the way there, uh, I rode in the back, and I, and on, on the way, well, in the middle, but on the way um back, it, it was just. Yeah, it was cheap. I mean, yeah, it was the same price or less to five first class. Oh, wow. And I'm also I'm curious if like pre-check is worth it. That's something uh, like I'm going to be doing a lot of traveling, a lot of flying this uh, year, and that's what I've heard. Yeah, like, it's, it's seventy-five bucks for five years. Yes. Mm. I'm about I'm about to actually enroll in that myself, just because of I've after traveling, I've traveled more in the past two years than I have my entire life. I love it. I love to see your Facebook yeah. and like where you're up to. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> sometimes like, it works. Sometimes I'm not, ha- I'm, a, I'm not having that much fun. <laughs> but but 
I've been doing that a lot of traveling, so I I now understand the benefit of why I should enroll to the pre what is it pre TSA check is that what yeah. it's called? And see, like, yeah, because here it doesn't matter, you know. Like it's I told you before, airport. yeah, yeah. But like, it, yeah, as long as you're like in those doors within like an hour, because I think forty five minutes before they don't they don't take your check ins anymore. But if you don't have a check in, you can show up like half an hour before and probably still get through it, you know. But yeah. um. But then you have to be. A what are the benefits of that? Uh, what like, like for the people that don't know? For do you have that? Do you have the pre pre check or no? Yeah, you do. So then they do like a background check on yeah, it, right? yeah, yeah, and just to see if you're problematic or not. And then if you're not problematic, yeah. then pretty much yeah. And, and, and then uh, you also don't have to like depending on where you're at, you don't have to like take off your shoes or anything like that. You just go through yeah. special customs, so it's faster. I, I'm telling a lot of the times, you know, you get there on certain times and it's empty. Like I'm telling you, if you're just flying out of here. Or if you're not flying that much, then maybe you don't want it. But if you're constantly in other airports, like yeah, it's worth it. You know. Yeah, this time, this last time that I that I flew out, uh, I got on the line, and the pre the pre TSA people got on the line too, and we literally went at the same time. Yeah, because yeah. there, there was like no one at the airport at that time. Well, and it, it depends on your efficiency. That's when I'm going TSA pre check, whatever. Not, I'm, I'm in and out. I'm. Mm. I have all. I have all my items. I know the bins. I hear it. And they also they switch it up. I interviewed somebody from TSA like a couple years, a couple years ago, and I told them like, hey, you know, the operation's always a little different. Like sometimes you take your shoes, or sometimes you put one thing in the bin, or sometimes they don't, and you just put your carry-ons. I'm like, yeah. what it? And she's like, no, yeah, we mix it up on purpose. Like we want to mm. confuse people. I'm uh, like, yeah. so you, you got to stay alert. You gotta say on yeah, because I've been some airports. You don't take off anything. Yes. You put that whole bag, yeah. laptop, and you just everything. Go. Yeah. yeah, I think my my latest experience was uh, Denver. Denver was like that. They were like, no, just put your stuff right there. You don't have to take your shoes off or nothing. I'm like, well, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't let everybody. For a second. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, I guess I guess they they do make a difference sometimes to to confuse people. <laughs> um, but I think it is worth it to get if it's if it's only seventy five dollars. It, it, is it exactly seventy five or is it like a hundred and something? Uh, now, are you sure? Are you sure the price didn't change? Because I heard uh, someone I, said a hundred and something recently. Oh, did they? I don't know. I, it was seventy five bucks for me when I got it. There we go. But either way, on. either way, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on on that <laughs> and uh, and hopefully the process is a little bit smoother um, for me. But so then you got you've been able the past few weeks you've gone to Texas you've you've gone yeah, to, to Texas Mi- a couple of times Missouri and like uh, we're about how, to head up to Oklahoma. Does that does that traveling not get kind of like uh, exhausting? Uh, yeah, no, how do you, how do I mean, like I, I I like it a lot, and uh, I guess uh, like there's a, there's a portion of of like the year when I'm kind of do most of my stuff here. So w- after that thing is over, like I am ready to go. You know, I'm ready to travel, ready to do my things, and then when I come, and then when I'm come back, like you know, I, I'm ready for that too. And it and it both has it's like oh I wish I was traveling more you know because that like I told you man I love working for that company I love working for those people and you know they're your friends I just want oh I wish I was out there with my friends like making mm. production and um, and then but when you're here I, it, it makes you I think if I was doing that all year round it might get tired but the fact that I'm always like looking forward to the different things and the money doesn't hurt making yeah. money yeah <laughs> making money is good <laughs> when you you're been? flying first class yeah. you know, you're like oh, this man, could what, be worse what complaints yeah. do you have man? Uh, <laughs> yeah. and I was gonna say one of the benefits is you get on and you get off and you get your bags before everyone else too yeah. and uh, sometimes I know that like my flights have been like pushed back before a little bit so you're now you might miss your connecting flight and if you're all the way in the back you're not making that connecting flight that's you know? true mm. that's true actually yeah. yep Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's me in the back. Yeah, 
figuring out if I'm going to make yeah, that. But you would think like, oh, hey, like we have the system figured out. We know that you're getting off and you're like three minutes away. We'll hold doors because we're going to be on the runway for 50 yeah, minutes. Plus anyway. already, <laughs> I, already, I already checked in in the app. You know I'm here. Yeah. You know I'm in that plane. I've yeah. told you. Uh, I, I never took the last flight out of Dallas. That's my last, that's my last tip. Mm, <laughs> my Why is that? Because Dallas has the tendency of messing things up. And if you're in the last one and anything gets messed up, you're spending the night. I've, I've experienced that. Yeah. Myra uh, stayed overnight in Dallas. You have to like yeah. lay down on the See? on the ground <laughs> and, and sleep there. Sometimes they give you a voucher so you can go get like a hotel room or whatever. But yeah, she, I don't think she did. And that that ruined flying for her. Uh, from that point, she had a fear of like being in the airports uh-huh. at all times. So then when we went to Mexico and we've gone to Mexico and New York now, so I think that's way in the past, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I, flying is, is, is a very interesting experience. But I think you get more used to it, obviously, when you do it more, like when it becomes more of a normal thing. But whenever it's like so many years uh, apart from like your last flight to your next one, like I, I can understand why people still have anxiety. Do you get anxiety? You, I used to not like i love flying it it feels like a like the safest roller coaster ever because mm. like kind of like that you're going up and i love I like i love having up. a window seat <laughs> like i love staring like uh. i just i like to know um but lately i i've missed a, a flight or two and i've missed actually i missed a flight an international f- flight from barcelona to here and then mm. after that, like now I'm like really anxious about the time. And I, once I'm there, I'm like, I'm good. But it's like getting there. I'm like, I just want to get there and make it on time and no one leave without me. Yeah. Um, Every time I go through yeah. security, first thing I do, even if I have to go to the bathroom, now I'm going to go check the gate first. Yeah. <laughs> I go to the gate. I'm like, sure. Okay, we're going to Denver. Okay, now I can go to the restroom. Yeah. And it, it was funny that we were talking about. Yeah, like, uh, where is it? I, I even try to get to my gate first before I go try to get something to eat too yeah yeah you gotta like just but i hate it when like you get to a gate and there's like nothing good to eat there you're like oh no i have to and go and you saw good back. things yeah. uh, like on the <laughs> way back, like, uh, there's a quiznos right next <laughs> to my gate no but I, we forgot to mention it last week because when we had allison here um she used to work for uh the xna tsa and, oh, we, and we were talking her. about flights and stuff right before like that was like our chit chat before we started the interview and, yeah. and uh, I, f- I forgot that she worked there else I would have asked her more more questions <laughs> uh, on that but the airport's expanding here now XNA yeah. is getting bigger so you who knows what, what that's gonna look like she said some stuff you know where she, where she, where she just chimed in on something when you were talking about it and now I can see why yeah she yeah. worked there she worked there for a few months I feel like that makes sense yeah, <laughs> yeah I think I mean f- flying is, is a blessing even though like for me sometimes it's like a hassle Especially for for work, I mean, it's yeah. just kind of like when you have to do like four flights in in like less than forty eight hours, yeah. like that geez. is annoying. I was like, I just don't want to. I don't want to fly for a few months now, you know. But what a blessing it is to be able to get onto a freaking uh, airplane and just and be where you want to be in like two hours instead of driving. Yeah, you know. And uh, but I, I I understand my privilege on that. But <laughs> um, so Miguel, you've been doing a lot of traveling and uh, and and you're still trying to stay busy when you're here with the podcast. Is that does that also help you? Because you were talking about how like how sometimes you miss your coworkers when you do different jobs around the country. Is this keeping you busy or do you feel like you still need to do more more stuff right now here locally? I, I to- like doing the podcast. I think it's like headed in a very good direction, you know? And uh, yeah, like, like it, it keeps me motivated and gives me hope for the future and uh, about what this, the District 3 podcast holds, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's very exciting. Like, like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm working towards something, you know? It's not like... Yeah. Yeah. 
I think Rachel was talking about how, like, whenever she sees us in here from the outside, like, when she looks at the window, she's like, what's what's yeah. going on there with those big old it's lights? It's so looking professional. Like a- <laughs> I love it. I love it. And uh, I, like, need to get more video from the outside so while you guys are doing your thing oh, yeah, because it be looks cool. so good Tag in me. the light we do, need to do <laughs> yeah. like a, we do need to do like a cool video there just to use <laughs> like from right that from that shot like yeah it looks so cool and with this light so what have you been up to rachel i know that you uh have a project that you've been kind of working on um with yeah. uh, amelia who's been a past uh guest on the podcast do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah so there's the February is like a crazy month for the journalism school. There's a lot going on. Um, yeah. But right now, um, the biggest project that we have um, going on is the UARC chapter of the Association of Hispanic Journalists. Mm-hmm. So we got this approved in like October of last year. And this is the only like professional student, like in any kind of chapter for Hispanic journalists in all of Arkansas. Um, and that was really exciting to be able to start that, that it hasn't existed. And I'm like, what do you mean? There's not a place for Latinos. Like we, we need to be able to talk. We need to be able to like, um, and this is something that I said to a lot of our members and when they were covering this, like, you know, your classes may not always look like you, they may not always feel like us, but Mm -hmm. you will always have a space here. Mm. Um, and you know, we're going to be, we're always going to be here. Um, and it was, it was crazy. It was something like that's been in the works for a long time. Um, definitely it was something I wanted to start since I was like a freshman on campus. Um, and I always like, in like my wildest dreams, I was like, you know, maybe one day like we'll have tacos and like they'll be playing (laughs) salsa and like that came true and it, and it, Mm. and it will feel homey and inviting and like the way that it is when when all Hispanic journalists interact and Mm -hmm. even, and you don't necessarily have to be a Hispanic journalist to be a member also can just be there to support. (laughs) We always, always welcome allies, (laughs) but it's, it's a really good place. It's definitely like a, like a flagship kind of unique of its kind. Um, And it's really exciting, really exciting Mm. to start. So what does it look like right now? Like what, what can people expect right now from, from that group, from that organization? Yeah, so we've had a couple meetings um, and then we have newsletters going out and really some of our biggest, um, we'll have a festival coming up in April, April 19th. Um, and we're hoping to have like live music, poetry, like in Espanol or in English. Mm. Um, also like I think Emerson from the Listening Lab, they're gonna be there. And so it really will be like, we want people to know, like, we are here, we like are making a stand um, and kind of just inviting people in. Hey, here's what we do. Here's the stories. And so we have amazing members like Amelia, like super distinguished um, people that have won several awards. And we're like, it's time we all get together. Mm. But I think the most important thing is we couldn't have done this at all if they're if not for Professor Nanette Sosa. Because we can't start a Latino chapter without a Latino professor. <laughs> kind of hard to do those things. Um, and so, and she got hired on in 2021, I think. Um, and so thanks to her, first we have a faculty that, you know, understands and looks like us and yeah. understands everything. Um, and she's, she's been a, a fire star- starter and in, in going in. And um, it's, making, it's making a lot of change, whether like on the you know, on the ground, what people can see and even behind in the mm-hmm. journalism school, just saying like uh, 
outreach is important. What we're doing um, is really important. Um, and just having that space. Mm. And we're hoping scholarships in the future, all kinds of things. Kind of reminds me of like what, you know, uh, Gabby was in here talking about, like initiating the Latina uh, sorority, uh, the SIAs, how there wasn't anything like that before. And then, you know, you all were able to kind of create your own thing here now with this project. And hopefully it's something that lasts, you know, yeah. way past our lifetime. Yeah. That people yeah. are that people are still involved like 150 years from now, yeah. and it continues to grow and stuff until like, you know, well forever. And because uh, I, I feel like it's one of those things where it's very multi beneficial for people just yeah. to have a space, just to have a space in a place where you can be creative, where you can uh, hone your craft, and where you can just learn from other people that have been doing you know similar work longer than you. Yeah, and that's the main thing. We just. I mean, we talk. I mean, it sounds so simple, but it's so important to yeah. just like connect. Like, hey, what are you up to? What have you know? What awards have you won? What yeah, stories yeah. have you been covering? Um, do you need help? Yeah. Um, do you know what internships or scholarships? You know, we really like. We want to make sure our, our members are covered, um, and that you know we're supporting them as best as we can with academic, professional opportunities. Um, Especially just to feel that, like, there's a community. There's, like, mm. people that um, understand the challenges, understand the joys, um, also that speak Spanish maybe and yeah. need resources for that. Um, it was exciting in our newsletter. I put a couple resources for Latino journalists who want to report in Spanish, like, hey, here are things oh. that transcribe in Spanish. Like, the nuances that, like, all the stuff I just I wish I had <laughs> when I was mm -hmm. starting out. Um, because that community is important. You need to see people that that represent you, that come from similar backgrounds, mm -hmm. um, to know that oh, I can do this too. Or it just it makes it easier um, yeah. to connect. I think what you just said of giving people resources that you wish you had. I've stumbled upon that so many times where I'm like, man, like if I had this, <laughs> if I like, know, who, in knows, hindsight, who knows what I could have done? You know, like <laughs> if my dad would have given me 500 grand. <laughs> <laughs> things would have been a lot yeah. <laughs> and, and, but it's I mean it's one of those things where you know goes back to the phrase of like sometimes you you uh what do they say you plant trees that you might not necessarily see grow uh, yeah and there's certain sometimes like you create things that are not beneficial to you but you're doing it with the intentions that they might be beneficial to the future folks that like come into these institutions and and, you, and people need to acknowledge how, how important that is too, you know, yeah, yeah. To, to sometimes, uh, you know, help, help, uh, help plan something, you know, that's bigger than ourselves. Yeah. Kind of and it, for me, so I do NAHJ and then also at this time we're doing Limpke. It's a free college camp for kids from like underrepresented and uh, high schools or underrepresented minorities. Mm -hmm. And um, these are kids that are first in their families to go to college don't have anybody to rely on, have no idea how college works. Yeah. Um, and so NAHJ has also been helping a lot with that. And it, it's a two-tiered system where first we want to get them into school, right? And like, okay, well, do you have scholarships? Do you know how this works? What, you know, what are you interested in? And then I feel like the RSO can help them like, hey, it, college is a tough time. A lot of people mm -hmm. struggle, very few people finish, you know? Yeah. So how are you doing? And that means I'm like, How's your mental? How how's your well being? Like, mm. what can we help with? Um, I saw that post with uh, 
you was it? I, I don't think I see, saw you in the picture, but I know you were there. But it was like, oh so, God, where do you see me at? <laughs> the picture that I saw on Instagram, I think, was uh, uh-huh. you weren't in the picture, but it was like, I think it was like Elena, yes. uh, Suzuki, and uh, and and I think you you told me that you were there. Can you talk yes. a, little, a little bit more about what that was? Yeah. So Limkey is the the high school program where we bring um, kids that are interested in journalism to to campus and usually it's their first time on campus we're like hey like we don't need to know about bathroom breaks like you you go in you go out like we're talking with professors like be respectful but um like there are snacks and a lot of like lunch catered every single time and Mm. it's like like five saturdays yeah (laughs) no literally i'm like one of the kids the first day asked me like can i go to the bathroom i was like yes don't ask me again (laughs) i don't need to like those old teachers are like i don't know can you (laughs) (laughs) get on my nerves i'm like i can i'll show you right now (laughs) Uh, here take the hall pass there's like a chair attached to it (laughs) no literally um but all the kids are really really sweet they're all really interested and every year like you kind of get a different batch and this year we have usually we have like 20 to 30 this year was like 60 to 70 on the first day like by the end like my hair was all frazzled and I was running around just sweating they're probably like who is this lady like get her (laughs) out of here um but they were really nice and for this last um meeting that we had or last Limke um there were so many Latinas there it was so exciting Mm -hmm. that it's never happened and a lot of Latina like journalists that like we're all in similar circles and we all see each other but we never like get up and meet and we like all talked and it was so awesome I'm like I feel like the Spider-Man meme. I'm like, you, 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 I see you. KUAF, Five News. News, Telemundo, like, it was so awesome. And I don't know, it makes me want to like, let's get, let's get this group together. Let's talk. Because we all have very identical stories, maybe not stories, but experiences and pretty, pretty similar things that we go through. Probably, probably traumas. Probably trauma. Some of these cases y'all be seeing. No, for real. And um, we just kind of support each other from afar. And we kind of mm. get into like, oh, am I the only one going through this? Like, oh, yeah. this is happening to me. And it's like, no, like, girl, all of us are going through this. Um, but it's fun. And they're coming again, too. So hopefully next week they'll, they were really inspired by a lot of the kids. They were like wanting to tackle, like the first day I'm like, okay, let's put it on the board. What do you guys want to talk about? Like what, because at the end they'll come up with one story or um, like a written for the multicultural newspaper, or they'll do like TV um, or podcast, depending on like what they're interested in. And they, I mean, they were interested. They were like, let's talk about Israel Hamas. Let's talk about deportation. Let's talk, mm-hmm. like they were like the serious, like occasionally they're like, okay, what's the Nikki and Megan beef or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I tried to explain that to my <laughs> But even I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> yeah. I was like, she says, who's Nikki and who's Megan? Nikki Minaj and Megan The Stallion. There's yeah. beef between them? Yeah. yeah. They, they, they had diss songs. Didn't you not, oh, right, did you not hear the diss uh, songs? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, ha- I had to have the kids explain it to me, too. I was like, what's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> she shouldn't like strong women support each other? Well, <laughs> yeah, but uh, they, a lot is going on. Yeah, like it's 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 a lot, but <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of those situations sometimes, which I know I I probably know more about pop culture stuff than I should know. And sometimes <laughs> really? sometimes Myra will be like, "Why do you even know this?" <laughs> like, but TikTok teaches you a lot. Yeah. You I know? mean, I heard about that Drake. 
Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Well, they were. <laughs> no, yeah. It's a little too explicit. I haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I stumbled up on it on Twitter by accident, but then yeah, well, so I typed in Drake's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. You did. No. But a lot. There's a lot of things happening, like in in uh, pop culture, though, that like are interesting conversations sometimes. And, they are. But I'm sometimes I'm like I'm almost 32 years old. I probably shouldn't <laughs> be knowing about this. Yeah. I probably should not be knowing about uh, some of this of this beef or <laughs> or <laughs> lingo that I sometimes will will like I'll what was the there's sometimes I'll use some like lingo that's like yeah. uh, and then my sister looks at me like dude you're like almost 32 years old you need to <laughs> not I'm like man I'm just trying to like. Stay in touch with the youth, <laughs> yeah. you know? Let me be hip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to eat, right? On <laughs> <Hey>, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but that's cool, Rachel, the fact that, that you're participating in that and that you're providing a resource, a platform for people um, that are wanting to pursue, you know, journalism or just the importance of, of, of seeing someone in spaces that looks like you. Yeah. Is important. Yeah. And we're, uh, Amelia is one of the mentors and we were, we're Amelia Southern uh, with Roots Magazine and just amazing change maker. And we were talking like, this is the first, we did Limkey too. And we we're like, I think this is the first year, like we've had so many mentors that look like the kids and that like can share yeah. and speak to those experiences yeah. and like similar schools. And like this year, especially like every morning I'll bring conchas too. And like mm-hmm. I pass by the bakery and then I'm like, okay, you guys are going to listen to Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to listen. You're going to get cultured right now. Mm. Um, and it's fun. It's fun. And it, it's cool. And a lot of those kids like, and not all of them may end up going into journalism, but it's just like, hey, here's what an option is. Or like, mm-hmm. hey, what are you interested in? How can we make that into a career? How can, mm. like, do you need help? Does anybody, do you know anybody that can help you? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're really sweet. And sometimes I can't really tell if they're making fun of me. I'm mostly making fun of myself. I'm like a teacher up front. Yeah. I'm like dancing and making fun of myself. <laughs> I'm like, please talk, <laughs> please, <laughs> anything. Yeah. But they're, they're really sweet. Um, and really like, they want to pursue the heavy stuff and they, they're mm. little change makers. And I, I told them, like, I mean, as a reporter, like we cover, I cover like eight to 10 different schools. Um, I, I get the highlights, I get tidbits, but I'm not there all the time. I'm not hanging no. out with high schoolers all day long. So I'm like, it's up to you guys. Like you guys have to let me know. And you, you, you guys need to be my eyes where I can't always see mm-hmm. um, because you're you you live that life you you know what's going on you know the problems the joys everything that's happening so you need to be the one and they're they're like let's do it like let's do stories and they're honestly sometimes some some days in the newsroom it's really hard um and it's really easy to lose optimism but hanging out with them is like really like oh okay i can see the future like i gotta do it for them kind of because you have a future right in front of you. And you're just <laughs> like, okay, maybe the future. You're like, I got to do it bad. for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think it's it's cool just, like I said, going back to the whole diversity thing, seeing the diversity. You know, like seeing the diversity in this room right now, we have um, someone of Mexican descent, someone of Salvadorian descent, and someone of Peruvian descent Let's go. In, this, in this podcast. We were talking a little bit about that because I forgot <laughs> I forgot what country you came from, <laughs> Rachel. Bidwana. And I was Bidwana. thinking, like, my mind for – we had talked about this before. Yeah. But my mind went to, like, Andorran for some reason because you mm. gave me, like, Andorran vibes. And you said you've Central gone America. that before, huh? Yeah, I get Central America a lot. Um, but now Peru. Peru and El Salvador. Yeah. El Salvador. 
I'm not. I, I wasn't actually born in Mexico, but my my family. You weren't born in Salvador either, right? Nah. I was born you, in Peru. You were actually born I in was. Peru. You're, you're a real one. I was we, born in East LA, homie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was born in Salinas, so um, <laughs> it's definitely not not non Mexico. But I mean, it it comes with its oh, own. Oh, should have said essay. <laughs> people now, people now, you cat know you're capping <laughs> using that using that young language again. But um, and you and you, I think you've mentioned in the podcast before that you came here. It's kind of young, right? Still, I was gonna say you you both have probably been to your native countries more than I have. I've only been back to probably. Peru once because I came here like two, three years old. So like oh, wow. my entire life is Arkansas. That's where the heavy southern accent and y'all deep y'all comes from that's one of the um, things we we're talking about the fact that we kind of <laughs> all have accents but we couldn't figure out what your accent was because but then yeah i got this like mix of like peruvian like 80s lingo and slang that like applies to no one else and they're like what are you saying yeah. and then um from my friends and like everybody that i went to school with like mostly mexican salvadorian central america and so then I would go back home and use their lingo, and they're like, "What are you saying? Like, ¿qué dices? Like, mm. who, where are you even from?" <laughs> <laughs> and then your Spanish doesn't have an accent either. Well, uh, from our perception, as like, yeah, I guess, I, I, me as, a, as somewhat of a Mexican, like, I, <laughs> it doesn't really have an accent. I don't know if mine does. I thought that like my accent was Californian, but apparently it's not. I don't, what would y'all think my accent is? Like, it's back in, speaking in English or in Spanish? Um, I don't know if it's proper. You know, oh damn! Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a, it's kind of hard to tell unless you really get a twang to it. Maybe. Yeah. Is, is it Americanized though? Do yeah. you think it's probably very Americanized? I think so. Yeah. I, I still hear the California, especially in. Well, when I speak Spanish, I hear like Guanajuato. Ah. Uh, yeah. Just in 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 the way that we talk, sometimes it's, it's just very Guanajuato. But Miguel, I, I I don't see like a Salvadorian accent. I thought you were Mexican, man. Uh, what I like uh, like from English or from Spanish or from nothing, man? You, know, you speak <laughs> Spanish, you, you, yeah. you sound Mexican. And Do then, I? Oh, that's <laughs> a compliment. Like, uh, dude, I've heard like Cuban before when I speak Spanish, oh, wow. and then and then I also sometimes like sometimes like I'm p- speaking to somebody in Spanish, and then like. Like they don't believe that like I speak Spanish, you know? I'm like, like <laughs> what? It's like so you understand it completely? It's like, qué parte de lo que yo estoy diciendo? Have you been to Salvador? I've been there once, like when I was seven. Uh, I I hardly remember it. I just remember like jumping naked in the river. And, um, yeah, like, that, that was it. Oh, I also remember, well, I guess I remember it. My mom tells the story, like, a bunch. Like, w- when I got there, and then there was kids, like, running around without shoes. And I told my mom, like, very excited, like, this is where they filmed the Flintstones. You know, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> los pica piedras. Yeah, los pica piedras. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, we're never bringing you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the last time you ever uh, saw She, she wants to go. She wants to go. But the thing is, like, with her, she, like, she has to plan, like, she has to get her tickets, like, six months in advance or something mm. like that. And I just don't know what job will be there in six months because, you know, I could have something very nice. And, I, and I'm going to say no. I, I guess I could for my family. <laughs> but, you know, like, yeah. I might miss an opportunity. So I'm a last-minute kind of mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I can ask you like maybe like two or three days before something. I'll be like, hey, you want to go to this mix? That's probably like, better when you hit me <laughs> up. <with you>. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm down. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> for me, sometimes it takes a, a little bit too. Unless I have like a, I know I'm gonna have a free day for sure, but I have to plan. I have to try to plan it out a little bit more. Yeah. Even though New York wasn't planned, New York was like planned a week before we went, yeah. and it probably would have saved a lot of money if we would have planned, planned it like yeah. at least a month. You know, um, but it was still still a cool experience. Um, one one of the things that I also wanted to talk about is is Lent. 
I know that's that's yeah. random, but it was something I was thinking about a lot. Uh, I'm not sure if y'all are Catholic or not. Do y'all ca- are y'all Catholic? Uh, yeah, I guess. I, 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 <laughs> that didn't sound very convincing. <laughs> I, I guess we had to choose one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, but like for 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 Catholic folks, I mean, of course, we have you know something called Lent uh, that that starts with with Ash Wednesday when we go get our ashes. The the cross on our on our forehead and I, I i was late to the uh to the service i was trying to look for a service that would because it was also on valentine's day right yeah ash wednesday Tough day. so i had plans with myra in the evening and i was like dang i gotta try to like go to one of these services before and i checked all the schedules none of them worked for me and the only one that worked for me was was uh uh saint vincent and rogers yeah and it was like uh i think it's like 3 30 it's like 3 30 and it wasn't even a mass it was just like I forgot what, what the wording that they used, but it was like, start to 3.30, and then they start giving the ashes right away. And I didn't know. <laughs> They're like, okay, DIY, like, go. <laughs> <laughs> so I showed up I showed up late, and and uh, everybody was already coming out with the, with the crosses on their, on, their, on their forehead. I'm like, damn, I'm late. But then I saw the, the priest like, went into the room, like, in the back, and this one guy, I guess he saw my confused face, and he was like, come over here. <laughs> and he took me to the back room, and, like, he gave Ayo. me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about those priests. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I set myself up for that yeah. one, but, but no, everything went good. There was no, there was no, no weird, nah, no funny business. I got the cross on my uh, on my forehead, and um, and I started doing. You know, I, I gave up some stuff for Lent. I won't talk about everything I gave up, but one of the things is energy drinks, and uh, that's vice. that's tough. Your vice. That's tough because I would say I probably drink about three or four a week, which is not horrible. You've gone down. You've gone down. I used to drink one every day. And when I used to work at Arvest back in the day, I would drink two a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like one during the day and then one yeah. uh, and in the night, like accompanied with my dinner. I was crazy. Um, but I, I think I think it's going to benefit me in the long run to, to let go of them. Hopefully this is something where, like, I'm able to actually let go of them forever. Yeah. Um, have y'all ever practiced land? Have y'all ever given up anything when y'all were younger? Or? I mean, I know I have. I couldn't tell you what. You still remember? I'll probably sound stupid. Like I'm not gonna smoke cigarettes. <laughs> You're like yeah. you 15 years old. Yeah. Uh, I gave. I've given up soda. One time I gave up meat. Oh yeah, I have given up soda before. Meat yeah, for the whole hard. 40 days. Yeah, bro. I was yeah. skinny, dude. By uh, the time I was yeah, done, because yeah, I was eating like every day, because I would work the night shift at Walmart. Like I, when I used to work at Walmart, Walmart neighborhood market back in the day, and for for dinner, which was like at two a.m., I would be eating those like TV meals that have like a broccoli and and a pasta. Yeah. And it was just like three hundred calories, I think. Oh, and feel. then yeah, and like when I was done with Lent, I had lost like forty five pounds. Like I was skinny to the point that it was not not healthy. But I was skinny though. <laughs> but you're like, yeah, but but I I I uh, I think I think probably like the next month I gained like 15, 20 pounds and I was healthy. I'm like I'm good here. I don't want I don't want to get that skinny ever again because it was really unhealthy. But you were saying something, mix. Oh, no, just that I've gave up soda and then that that's happened too. Uh, you know, you, you just sort of like start losing weight, and then I remember. Like the first time I had soda after not doing it for like three months, four months. I think it was like actually I think it was like six months that I didn't do it mm-hmm. for. And then I remember like, okay, like I'm gonna start drinking soda again. Like, you know, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm American, bro. Like, oh, I can yeah, yeah. <laughs> drink soda. It's and, uh, and yeah, 
dude, a vicious trap. Yeah, like two sips, and I was, I was sick. I was like, yeah, like I couldn't take it. I think it was like a Dr Pepper or something. But it's I was a like, lot of sugar. Well, I was like, you're, not, you're, you're not supposed to just go dive into it right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> supposed to take it easy. Like when you get, when you give up something like that, that's your, your body's been accustomed to. Like you have to like slow yourself uh, into dude, it. Yeah, no, but I was like. <laughs> But I just remember thinking, like, what am I? What's in this? What am I doing to myself? Anyway, I drink salt all the time now. <laughs> You'd be surprised what happens to your body when you let go of like soda and and other things. Like right now, I'm giving up a lot of things. So I can tell you one more that I'm giving up, even though you're not supposed to talk about it. That's, that's what they used to say back in the day. Uh, fries. <gasps> I love fries. I love fries, and that one's hard. Yesterday. Like, we, uh, Myra and I were still really hungry at, like, 10 p.m., so we stopped by McDonald's, right? And I got myself uh, some, like, cheeseburgers, and Myra got herself some McChickens, and she ordered fries. Uh, and let me tell you, and, 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 and she was driving, right? She was driving the car. And she was like, can you give me some fries? Yeah, because you're, you're, the, you're the designated person, the fry giver in, you know, in the, as the passenger. That was one of the most difficult experiences of my life, to have to get a fry and then like. And the, not put it in your mouth? Yeah, the oil got on my hands too. Oof. And like, and I got like four fries because I usually just like stuff three fries into my mouth whenever I eat some. But, I, but she was like, no, just give me one. And I'm like. She's like, put the other ones back. And I was like, put them ah. back. <laughs> so it, it was so hard, but I put the other ones back. And then, like, I saw her eat, eat one. And then she was like, oh, they're cold. And I'm like, okay, that makes me feel a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that they're cold and they're not as appetizing. <laughs> I don't think I've ever put a fry back. <laughs> oh, no, for, that, that was also a very different. I didn't even think about that. That's probably why I was like, what's going on? I, put, I got the fries and I put it back. But fries, <laughs> like, just even the smell of them. And when you're driving and, like, you you want to get one from the bag and just eat it, but like I couldn't, so I'm being tested. Um, <laughs> uh, w- when you guys get your like drive-through bag, uh, do you guys immediately go for the fries, or that, do you guys wait till you get home? I'm going. It's honestly, it's kind of a sin if in my in my car in yeah. Big Bertha if you don't give me get a fry? if you're not feeding me while I'm driving. <laughs> and I I mean I get it, but also I don't get <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't get it at all. Like. The food is there. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm very uh, like delayed satisfaction. Like I like making like myself wait, so I yeah, close yeah, it yeah, and put it. it away. In fact, <laughs> it even annoys me. Like if I'm driving, somebody's like, "Oh, just starts getting in the fries," and I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you're not picking just from one. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, watch which one you're picking from. Yeah. <laughs> you ever do that? Whenever like you get someone's fries, like multiple people order fries but you don't want to get just from yours yeah like, hey, let me level yeah, it yeah, out yeah. let me level a little it out from guess, you a little from you but not eating fries is, is tough I, I love fries I, well i'm a big burger enthusiast i try not to eat that many i used to back in the day i would eat one like every day when i was like 18 17 when i wouldn't gain weight but like if i could i would eat one every day but i can't so but i do love i do love me a good number three from sonic that's my favorite my favorite meal um, and fries, like, I mean, they just go along with it. It's just a perfect, so jammy, jammy, perfect jammy. meal. But I think, uh, I think I'll last the 40 days. I think it'll be a good experience and hopefully just health, health wise, you know, yeah. I used to have a yeah. buddy, maybe, you know, him, um, Jay Plyburn. Do you know him? The name he's, sounds, he's, the name he's, sounds he's familiar. He's a reporter at, at 40, 29 and five. Oh, that's probably why like I know the name. Right. Yeah. And the, he was an actor and now Marlon. he's somewhere. I yeah. think he went to Savannah, Georgia, okay. traveled in the van with his wife for a little bit. Anyway, uh, cool dude. But, um, like, uh, you know, he was a reporter. Like, he looked, you know, pretty good in my eyes, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then one day he's like, hey, Miguel, like, 
you know, he's like, I used to be bigger than you. And I was like, like, BS. Like, no, you didn't. And he yeah, showed me, like, a you. picture. Like, look, like, I used to be bigger than you, bro. And, I, and mm. I was like, oh, man. And then he said, I was like, what'd you do? He was like, I cut out fried food. And oh, so if it's fried, he won't eat it. But that's, he's like, that's the only thing I did. Cut out fried food. Oh. Yeah. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I say that. Over. That's my that's my catchphrase. Yeah, and uh, I, I I can I can live uh, cautiously and not eat too much unhealthy food, but like a good burger here and there, like a good it's slice of vibe. pizza, like a good Mexican Coke. You know, like the ones that like taste like they have cocaine in it, <laughs> which they probably that's don't. Mexican Coke, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which they really don't. But like. I just can't and i and i'll sometimes see like i started following a lot of like gym uh youtube gen z youtube influencers and and it does help me out in some way in some way but like that's kind of like their life and it's not my life like my life is not physical fitness like it's not like yeah. I don't how much be, of it is true too like, like how much of this are you doing this like, is like two content days that you're yeah. planning out but it does become <laughs> yeah. for a lot of people and look this like i'm not hating on anybody but like it, for some people it is like they are it's a personality trait you yeah. know it's kind of like it that's is. who they are gym two hours a day yeah. post some pictures they love the buying the gym gear and stuff I don't think I can ever get to that point because that takes a lot of time. I just want to be to the point where, like, I'm healthy, but I can still eat, like, a good meal yeah, here and there that's unhealthy. And, like, it's yeah. not, I'm not, not going to have a fuss over it. You know? yeah. Six days a week. What else are you doing? <laughs> no, I know. you have, like, a 40-hour week job, too? Like, <laughs> And with my brother, he goes to the gym and a lot. And the family? Where are you? Where is the time? Where is the time? No, and I, I like going, but I, like, at some point, like, with my brother, we were going and, like, the warm-up and then walking and then this and then weights and then, you know, and all these different things. And you then cool down. Like, afterwards? No, and it's, like, is an hour, two-hour endeavor. I'm, like, I don't have time for that. That's yeah. not, like, what working people. <laughs> I've been seeing, like, a reoccurring thing, and I'm probably wrong in saying this, but, like, I know for me, you know, I'm, I'm married. I'm happy. And I feel like a lot of the time, sometimes it's just kind of, like, you're. The relationship you, weight. Yeah, it's a relationship yeah. weight, but it's also, like. You can't really make the gym your – it can't be become a personality trait of yours. You can't be committed to it and, like, try to go, like, an hour, maybe maybe an hour and 30 minutes, uh, but, like, two hours, three hours. Like, I just don't have the time for that. What do you do for a living workout, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, sometimes the fittest people are, like, the ones that just went through, like, a breakup and stuff. Yeah. No. You know, I've noticed that for there's, real. like, a reoccurring theme like, on my Instagram. It, it's, like, some trauma or something. Like, something had to have happened. Um, a, a cry I, for I help. I think there's a, a fact behind that about people who are, like, over – anyway, I don't want to say too much because i got a lot of those people on my <laughs> No, but we're, not, but we're not saying anything bad. We're yeah. just saying – I'm saying, like, I, I want that motivation. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I want the motivation. <laughs> I want, I've just seen a reoccurring theme when I've seen people that like you know go through a breakup. Or it's like they're, they're the inspiration of like oh just wait till the next time they see me I'm gonna be fit as heck. Yeah. And I want that motivation. I just don't have it <laughs> because I'm like you know like me and my wife were just you're watching like, Myra, movies. You're off the hook. We're good. Yeah. We're chilling. Yeah. We're chilling. <laughs> but like, but I also I don't I don't think I've whatever I've ever had that motivation to like constantly be in the gym and let it be. I don't know. I I, use, I I keep saying advice. I'm not the wrong person to be talking about this, but I hear that no, it's like uh like it kind of you have to get used to it. You know, it's like you have to a habit you have to pick up. So once you the consistency, if, yeah, I guess. If yeah. you like, you know, if if you do it like for a month, I think, and then like, and, and even though you don't want to go every day, but if you do, then all of a sudden it'll just be like a thing. At least that's mm. what they tell me, and I was like, ah, no. Nah. 
<laughs> but especially, I don't know, like sometimes I do get more worried now. Like, oh man, like I really am like sitting all day and I just feel like um, antsy and kind of restless. And I'm like, this can't be good. <laughs> like uh, sitting li- literally um, like 500 steps a so day. Like that can't be good. I'm trying to like, I at least do a 25 minute workout every day where I do weights and like I and I do some cardio and then I walk Duke for for 30 minutes to try to do that. Yeah. And then I'm fasting, so I'm not eating from like I'm not eating from like 8 p.m. to like 11 a.m. So I'm doing some things to to be proactive and I and I'm not trying to promote like not working out culture just because I feel like we all like probably should for our own health. But the, there's like a yeah. there's a stigma. There's like a like culty kind of vibe to it too mm. sometimes which is like it's hard to get past i mean do you even lift bro do you <laughs> even lift yeah, I, I think yeah maybe but look maybe it. in the future we'll have we'll have some people come in here that actually oh dude let's get some fit people in yeah, yeah. let's get it let's ask them yeah. <laughs> what you talking about man because i'm in here <laughs> did, yeah, you, see, yeah, did yeah, you not see my instagram story today <laughs> man i was lifting weights <laughs> uh but uh, that would that would be a cool episode to have though to, to have people that like uh, that working out is their life and what and like that's because look i joke around about the whole thing but for a lot of people like sometimes for for their mental health no i like i therapists and you know mental health like people that i've talked to they're like you know you should work out and you should do this and i was like you haven't told me anything, but I heard that before. Like working out is good for And then you. I was, and then I did it. And I was like, dang, you know what? You right. It does whatever. help. Right? It does help. It does help because like there's like endorphins of like the same way you feel happy when you like pet your dog or like hug someone. Like there are endorphins there. Yeah. Um, shout me, out <laughs> Dr. Jessica. She's the one doing oh. doing all this work. But um, it like it's it's just getting there is half the battle, which mm. is it's the hard part. But it's fun. I've yeah. I've started lifting. It's okay. really cool. I like at my gym. There are more girls that do it, so it's mm-hmm. uh, less what gym weird. Do you go to? <laughs> <laughs> no, there are more girls, and usually, like when there are a lot of guys. Like at the beginning, I was like nervous and and like the form and everything. But now, when there are guys there, and I'm like. I can live more than them. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Like that's a point also of pride. Because you go there and you turn those machines and you're like, all right. Uh, all right I'm doing mm-hmm. it right. All right. Uh-huh. And break my. Do, 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 I, do, do I look like I'm doing it right? You know? <laughs> I feel like those those mirrors in the gym also make you look like even better. Is that just me? Or no. Like, I feel like they, they add something. Literally. Yeah. It's kind of like the ones at the store. You know, because there's there's actual like evidence showing that the ones at, the, at some stores, like they make oh, you yeah, look better yeah. so that you can see yourself look better in outfits and, yeah. and buy them, you know? But. We should do that in the future. We should have maybe like two people that like are are about gym life yeah. and just. You know. How do they fit it into their schedule? Like, how do they? You know, I, I'd be interested. Somebody who also has like a full time job. How do you do this? How do you manage yeah. it? Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen any. Have you seen any people that are that are like married and like? Well, I guess they would be married, but I guess a lot of them don't have kids. Tr- oh yeah. God, yeah. that'd be another. Because I'm thinking of this fit couple right now, but they don't have any kids. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But. It, I don't know. Maybe there's that's a, also cool. Like if if they're both like into yeah. fitness, and then they have their own little home gym. It's yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. So well, once again, we ain't hating on the gym life, but yeah. it's just. I mean, yeah, they look great. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, when you're at the gym and you're working out, you do feel good. You're like, oh man, I'm starting to see a muscle. I'm starting to see some biceps. <laughs> no, good, I was not picking. Me. I'm like, ow, <laughs> why does it hurt so much? No, <laughs> no, I was picking up my grocery, the Walmart bags. I'm like, dang, Rach, like up. you can pick them up. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so we'll make we'll make that episode happen. But and, and here lately, I've been thinking about getting my own home gym because I've been seeing this like thing advertised. I'm like, oh man, that looks really cool. 
And then I was like, and then I don't have to go to a gym. I can just work out at home. Yep. But I'm like, I don't even work out. Like, what if I buy this? <laughs> yeah, like, I spent 3000 bucks on the whole set. And, like, I like how you were talking uh, the other day about, like, how you're already building this bar at your house. But, uh, like, yeah. if like, the gym is, like, it's not a bar, by the way. I got to say, it's not, like, a full-on bar. It's wow. just a, a little sidebar, you know? Okay. It, it, it's a long, it's, it's against the wall. A ver, cuando mitas? Uh, yeah. cuando mitas? <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, you're not drinking anymore. I mean, oh, yeah, you are drinking. What you mean? Now you're drinking. <laughs> yeah, before, last time, I talked about this you weren't so we were yeah, waiting bro. for you to get off yeah bro let me let me know let me yeah. know when you set that up <laughs> um but we're that's that's we're getting close to the end of the episode but before uh one of the things that we ask our our guest and your co-host guest this time rachel is what what do you do uh to take care of your mental health I've been I've been trying to do more lately. It's been a really busy time and I've been like go 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 and so in the times when I stop I'm like what am I supposed to do? Mm. Like, <laughs> like I feel like I'm supposed to be somewhere, be doing something, but I've been doing more like art stuff, but I'm not mm. like an artist or anything. I draw horribly, but I've been getting into like collaging and, mm. but I do like stuff because I, I want to write more. Like a friend of mine, she had a, a diary that we were like reading through mm. and that was so cool to like and it, it was like when she was 15 or something yeah. and we read through it like it's like poetry or <laughs> or reading through and it's just like just documenting stuff and so i want to do that more but i saw this thing also always on tiktok um where i put like tickets of where i've been or mm. like plane like whatever receipts mm -hmm. of like i went this place and i went here or any photos and i've been doing that and also like um just saying no to things, saying no, that's important. Um, and I'm a huge people pleaser, so I have a hard, really hard time saying no. You literally no. just walked into this room and were like, hey, you want oh, to do the podcast? Oh, this is more about me than it was. You're like, yup. Well, you got time, yup. No, this, this, no yeah. the pot is therapy. <laughs> right, that's good, that's, good. But, that's good to hear. But yeah, those two things and um, just trying to, just trying to, and I, in my journal, I also like wrote like, okay, when I'm feeling bad or like, on the days where I'm really am on autopilot, like, what do I do? Like, mm. what does that kind of day look like for me? And I like automate a lot of stuff like, okay, like no, no dishes. We're just doing paper plates. <laughs> We're mm. doing like easy as much as I can handle that day. Um, and yeah, that's been helping and like stuff that makes me happy. It, and then seeing it all written down too helps like, okay, like looking back because people will ask like, oh, how have you been? And you're like, yeah, fine, good, whatever, bad, I don't know. And you don't, like, remember all of this yeah. stuff. And so it's nice to, like, be able to go back. I'm like, oh, I did this and did mm -hmm. this. And, it like, you're just reminded of uh, more. Uh, I think uh, that Instagram works good in that way because sometimes you go look at your archive, you know? Yeah. And, and you're like, like, what have I been doing the last, like, three months? And then you start looking, it's like, Oh yeah. oh yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude, knocking it out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> makes yeah. it like first class, first class, <laughs> first class. Wag you. Damn, when did you do that? <laughs> I went in and out four times that one. <laughs> That's a flex. I miss. I miss in and out. I need what? to. I need to go. I think we might go soon. So to Dallas. So we'll uh -huh. have to stop by. Okay. But you're gonna say something, Rachel? Or, or what are you both doing for your for your mental lately? You want to go you first? Care no, I want to think about it. Um. <laughs> I know. I had to like stop and yeah. think. Well, uh, dog walks with uh, walking Duke with Myra is very good for my mental health. I love pictures of Duke. Duke is my baby. Um, I I play FIFA. I like I like playing FIFA. That also helps my mental health. I just zone out, play some music, put my headphones on, and play FIFA. is is good, good for my mental health. 
Um, I think, I think this is good for my mental health because I I would I could see yeah. how, and I I like checking in periodically. So I'm like, oh, how am I doing? <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's one of those things where uh, I'm an extrovert, so I like being around people. But the fact that I work from home, I'm by myself oh, a lot. Oh yeah, I love Duke, but. Duke doesn't talk to me. Yeah. You know, so it's like <laughs> I need to talk to people. So when I always look forward to coming here and I leave mm. feeling really good because I'm like, oh, we just did this cool podcast episode. I got to talk to people. And uh, I like to think that we added some sort of like positive to the community by by having this conversation. Maybe today's episode <laughs> <laughs> on our part <laughs> won't be as strong in that. But, um, you know, then people hearing, you know, what you're doing in the community, like putting good, putting that good yeah. into the people that listen to our podcast makes me feel good. Yeah. It reminds you of all that you're doing. Yeah. And it's kind of, I like, I wonder when day you should go back through the episodes and like the archives of it. That's like, going to be crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like how much has changed, like where you were at. Yeah. That'd be cool. I've been working on my, on me saying the word like, cause uh, the, pa- the first episodes, yeah. man, I was like, <laughs> like, 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 I'm like, Oh, I need to stop. I don't even want to say my crutch words because I don't want people at home to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to identify. Them. Be like, oh yeah, <laughs> he does say that all the time. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I want to. I want the pressure. So if you hear me say like count, you're them. like I'm putting it yeah. into. There into should fruition. be not um, more than ten. I don't think I said it today because I didn't notice myself, but I'm gonna tell you one of them because I feel like I'm getting really good at this one. Is this the main one? Well, well no, it's not the main one. <laughs> I, 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 that was gonna, I don't want to because it's gonna get annoying. <laughs> oh, so like when we're talking like in a conversation, for me to like come in and say something, I always say, but I was gonna say, or mm. I was gonna say, and I was like. Miguel, like you're saying it. You don't have to say that you were gonna mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just how like I creep into a conversation. Sometimes it's hard to try to get in there, man. <laughs> especially, <laughs> especially when I won't shut up. Yeah. I understand that. <laughs> but it's like as 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 the uh, the host of of the of the podcast, I'm always thinking about like, okay, what questions should I say? I'm listening. I'm in the moment, but I'm yeah. always like, I got yeah. this nice question. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I mean, sometimes it's I mean, e- e- even like you know, long winded answers. If you if you have a guest that, that just talks a lot yeah. which is like I, like I told Irvin re- really good for a podcast content because it's really long and, and it's interesting but for like clips yeah for, yeah, for clips yeah or I can't editing yeah I can't find anything <laughs> in 30 seconds I can't promote that yeah because <laughs> the, the TikToks I mean the yeah. TikToks the Instagram reels have a limit of an yeah. hour an yeah. minute well, but I mean and, and that's why it kind of ends the way it does now like I, I want it to end kind of like open ended you know mm. like so it kind of oh mm. like I want to hear more you know yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, so I changed the endings a little bit, so I can I'm able to cut off if I want to. So, what do you do for your mental health? Uh, man, man, like, uh, or what are you currently I, doing? Yeah, for what's your been health? making you feel good lately? I I, I, I say this because uh, before is you know like uh, just t- taking time for myself. Uh, like, I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm uh, I guess uh, like I treat myself. You know, oh. I, I like uh, I mean, like people always tell me like. Like you're happy, and you know, and I guess a lot of people aren't. Mm. Yeah, um, but that's uh, such a uh, apparently though. I give up good vibes, and I and I think it's because like, like I accidentally like do take care of my mental health. Like I don't worry about too much. I, I give myself enough time off, so I'm not overstressed. And I mean, I like I do work hard when I'm on those like trips. I mean, it's it, it's a rough go sometimes, and uh, but I mean, yeah, man, uh, just time by myself, mm. try not to take on too much. 
Um, but because that used to be a real big problem back in the day. But back in the day, you know, you're not making anything. So you, you need four and a half jobs. And mm. so you're busy all the time. Mm. And then you can't even pay the bills. Like, mm. so anyway. I feel that. Yeah. Making myself better has b- bettered my mental health. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. And yeah. thanks for asking as well, uh, yeah. Rachel. I know. Uh, you always ask me. And I'm like, this is my... I want to ask. Yeah. I sometimes I forget to ask a question. Then Megan's <laughs> like, oh, you can't finish the interview. Well, you forgot one question. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm supposed to ask yeah, it. Right? But another thing that we need to tell people is to make sure that you follow the podcast. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcast. Eventually, we'll be active on YouTube, even though we have some stuff on there that you shouldn't judge us on because that was like three years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, but yeah, follow us and please share, share the episode and, and give us feedback. Let us know what are some things you like, some things you don't like. Let us know. Maybe like I need to like put the volume down on my voice. I don't Smash know. that subscribe button. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Lately, it's helped me. I've put on push notifications for for you guys, Thank and you. it like it just helps me keep up with the episodes. And um, there's like a little feature in there too, like what did you like about this episode yeah. or whatever. And, and give us uh, a five star rating too, please. Mm, Thank you. Feeling, right? Yeah, to me it's always weird. Like sometimes it tells me and sometimes it doesn't. Or either that or just skip past the message. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. you're going to tell me. Uh, I want to know. Skip past the message. <laughs> but for everybody listening, please follow, subscribe, and push. What did you say? Uh, smash, smash the subscribe button. Smash the subscribe button. <laughs> but that was the end of episode 235 of the District 3 podcast. My name is Edivine. And that mix. And guest co-hosting today with us was... Rachel Sanchez-Smith. We'll catch you all next week. <laughs>